Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very accomplished individual who has spent time in Bollywood, who's doing some amazing work in different fields, Anu Agarwal from Mumbai, India. Anu, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me here and namaste everybody and hope you all are well. Thank you. Anu is the founder of the Anu Agarwal Foundation, uh, where their focus is to maximize potential, raise joy and peace. Uh, she's also famously known, and I remember watching her years ago as the Ashiki girl. Uh, and she was, she's an award-winning actor. She's trained and mastered in meditation She's an ambassador of the UNHCR, one of the most influential women in Asia, and she's an author. And all of you know I'm very partial to authors. She's an author with, with a book, which is probably named after her name, and, and, uh, and I hope I get it right, Unusual or Unusual. Uh, Anu, you can correct the spelling for me. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Anu, let's start talking about your foundation. Tell me about this venture and what was your motivation to start? So, you know, the thing is that we have to start with the fact of where the entire idea began. Mm. And that was, and I, I haven't written about this. So I'm, I'm, you know, this is like now you're hearing it for the first time. I, I had an out-of-body experience uh, uh, during my, one of the surgeries. Mm-hmm. And in that out-of-body experience, I, when I saw the body from outside with little or actually no attachment to it, I realized at that time that we, basically we are all the products of love and compassion. Mm-hmm. And that's when I, and I didn't want to enter the body. I did not recognize it. It was just a piece of mask lying there. Wow. And and for me, there was also, I also realized then that in as much as there is joy, there is also no joy and mm. both are equal and, and there is a middle path. Mm. And I then said, okay, when I, I said, and then this whole thing came to me and said that, look, you love the people, the people have given you so much. I mean, you know, I'm a young achiever and mm. I'll tell you something more than anybody else, they say, well, you know, miracle Ashiki and, you know, before that a supermodel going, you know, traveling all the world over and blah, blah. But I'll tell you something, I myself, (laughs) I've been shocked with my life, Mm -hmm. but like sometimes positively shocked, but it always comes with its own baggage, you know, because there's a lot to handle when you are Mm -hmm. in the limelight as well. And being a young person, it's it's difficult. But, But on the other hand, when I had this out-of-body experience, I just knew that I would had to come back into the body mm-hmm. and do something to for the betterment of the world. And that's amazing. what my mission was. So that's mm-hmm. how, yeah, that's how the idea of it. Quite then, amazing. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you work, and I was reading about you, Anu, you work in a very large number of areas. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, how do you get the bandwidth to handle such diverse areas, <laughs> you know, you, you know. Let me tell you, like, let let me just let's start with me huh. uh, and go to my basic. Yeah. 
I mean, my bandwidth, I started off as a master's in social work, you know, wanting to better the world when I did. Mm. And I turned a, a supermodel and, you know, I became an international person. And then I became a movie. So, so, you know, if you see my life and then I, you know, left on the top and then I went into your know, mm. and then became a fantastic. Mm. Then I became a punk. I mean, you know, so if you look at my graph, it's the bandwidth. It's mm. nothing. You know, so I think that for me today, it's, it's you know, interacting and understanding mm. diverse field of people and their, you know, inclinations and, and even things that sort of hold them back, mm. even on a mental level, because I've studied that. And, and it's, it's, it's something that, and I love it. I love my, I love what I do. Wow. You know? Wow. I'm, you know, again, uh, you speak about bridging the gap between self and super self. Mm-hmm. I know you were a supermodel. I know you were a superstar. But what is super self and how do you bridge the gap between the self and the super self? Okay, I'm not talking about supermodel. I know. You know, I'm talking about super self as mm. in a self that mm. is omnipresent, mm. omnipresent, omnipotent, and is eternal. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a super self that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And when I say self, I'm obviously talking about the individual. Mm-hmm. So the individual is directly connected to the super self. And mm-hmm. this is a knowledge that somehow or the other we don't get in the learnings that we do in our school and colleges. Mm-hmm. So we are pretty much like clueless that what our real connection directly is universal mm. Mm. and when the super self and if you go back to tantra which is the oldest existing uh, science and philosophy mm. Mm. Uh, it it talks it, it talks about the 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 self the individual mm-hmm. and the universe and the togetherness and the liberation meant the two of them getting together mm. and that's what tantra aimed at now, if you see it today, we have, you know, we talk about the microcosm and the macrocosm, mm-hmm. you know. So those are yourself and your super self. Mm-hmm. And when, when the microcosm realizes that it is very much a part of macrocosm, then all sorts of dualities vanish. Mm-hmm. And not only just that, like all the aggression, all the hatred, mm-hmm. all the jealousies, you know, all the, all of those kind of like heavy traits, which you could call negative, but I mm-hmm. I, you know, I refrain from calling positive and negative because that is, you know, very grounded terms now. Mm-hmm. But but the but we when you see that those because when I say mm-hmm. that what is wrong with let's say being aggressive or being judgmental, mm-hmm. you know, let's not judge it. Let's mm-hmm. not even judge that let's understand that that holds back our individual progress in life. Mm. Now, surely each person aims at progress, whether it's an achievement, whether it's an ambition, whether it's just life, everyday life, a better car, a better house, a better wife. No, I mean, you know, (laughs) a better. Yeah, right. So So that's what your life is aimed for. Mm-hmm. And if that be so, then why wouldn't we train the mind 
to get into those trades which are going to speed our journey forward mm. rather than holding it back and bringing it down, which the negative trades, the so-called negative trades do. What an amazing answer. Thank you. So, uh, you know, your, your foundation, it, uh, it's, its byline is that you focus on maximizing potential, raising joy and peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, give me an example of the kind of work that you have been doing in the, in the past. So, you know, I'll just give you a very simple example that mm-hmm. first, first of all, I would like to say one line about, you know, what is this raising joy? Thing? Now, the raising joy, again, going back mm-hmm. to my out-of-body experience where I realized that in, intentionally, not even intentionally, we are made to be joyous. Mm-hmm. We are, we come out of joy, Correct. each one of us, Yes, you know? Yes. But the, and you know, the whole thing of the Maya thing, you know, mm-hmm. that Maya has come and, you know, that has been described also in the Veda, mm-hmm. that when the Maya grips, you know, it creates that veil on, on your understanding. Mm-hmm. And you forget the fact that you are that joy and, you know, and bliss, so to speak, Correct. you know. So, so my entire thing was that, you know, when I came back to the world uh, after, after spending, you know, two decades in sannyas and, and you know, yoga ashram and in hinterland, you know, uh, the one thing that really gripped me was that A, people in the world, because now I was looking at them not as a part of them, mm-hmm. but as an, as, as an outsider. Mm-hmm. And when I was doing that, I understood that there was so much, you know, there was so much stress to begin with, mm. you know, I mean, like, it's even for people to smile normally, so difficult, you know, okay. it's always like, if you see like people, even like, with all due respect to all my staff friends, you know, with a lot of people, even their smiles are plastic, okay. you know, oh, no. uh, so, so I, I, when I came back, and I said, like, you know, oh God, you know, we need to get rid of, what do you, what do we need to do? Mm. What do I need to do now, now that I'm here, and I want to work for the people? First thing, I need to rid people of stress, which means it starts with relaxation. So first of all, I think there are some very beautiful, simple techniques mm. which can get you to relax. So that mm. was fun. The second thing was that I, when people relax, mm. they naturally start to feel the joy inside. Mm. So, you know, they always, then they automatically start to become joyous. Now, when I started this foundation, my entire idea was that these were the two basic principles and they anybody at any age mm. needs this you know mm. and i also realized that when you again if you start to go into your super self self mm. then you are the same your mind it's, it's your it, you're the same as anybody else whether it's any caste part of the world, nationality, blah, blah, mm. right? So when I realized that there are some very, 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 very simple mm-hmm. techniques that can start to, first of all, relax the person. Mm. Secondly, make them laugh. There mm. are yogic laughters and there are other practices where people and take them away from the world that they're in and their identification mm. with the world outside. Mm. I am like a slum child, for instance. Mm. I am this, my name is this, I'm a Muslim, 
I stage in, in Dharavi. My father has no money. My mother, you know, so all of that, yeah. that identification that one, now that identification is actually what brings a person down. Mm. Well so said. if we can take a person away from that identification, mm. and there are techniques, you know, that there's this, like for instance, there's yoga nidra. There's a very deep yoga nidra that Satyananda had done, mm. studied on which is another story. He's written, a, he's written various books on it. And it's mm-hmm. incredible because I woke up, because I was trained in teaching that. And when I woke up bedridden with no body consciousness mm-hmm. or environment of you know, from coma, mm-hmm. I have started giving myself that technique, the yoga nidra, which is why this, that's how my healing actually began. And then the body started to move, and then I could move a little, and then I started mm-hmm. to come up. So, so this is what I'm teaching now with bringing the happiness and joy in people. And I could give you several stories. Sure. You know, I mean, I could give you a story of like these uh, children who are with HIV, mm. and you know, um, I mean, it was just such a, you know, it's a shocking, and I mean, I I was so. Like I couldn't like eat for two days when I learned that children today, like a three-year-old child could be born with HIV, you know, and I I just felt like, oh my God, like what has he done Absolutely. to get HIV, you know? But so that's how, you know, from generations to generations. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, so I did, I realized that, you know, the children, what they needed, I, I always do a study and I do a, a sort of tailor-made program depending on their mindset. So I made a program for them and the children who were very, very, very depressed, especially, see, the children who are three, four, five, six, they don't know. Mm. But the children above 10 or nine, mm. they start to realize what They're they are. And they, that starts to bring them so down. Mm. So, they, so we, did, we did certain practices. And, it's, and, you know, it's been so joyous. We've done about 2.85 lakh people up till now since 2014. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. and it I mean it's it's been so amazing. And that's what kept me going was the fact mm. that it was having such a remarkable uh you know bringing about such a remarkable change in people. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Amazing, amazing. So Anu now let's move to another subject which is mental wellness. And I know that you've done work in this area as well. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you a very simple and basic question. Why is it that mental wellness is still spoken about in such hushed tones in India or in our society? And what can we do to change it? You know, the thing is, okay, you know, the thing is, first of all, um, I mean, I would like to correct you here because mental health is an issue around the world. Mm. People are people are very cagey about mm. it. They don't want to talk about the fact mm. because, especially even your corporates are not, because they are scared that it may be taken negatively. They may lose their job. Mm. You know. So so the thing is that in India, of course, I mean there has been. I I worked on sexual depression when I was in nineties, mm-hmm. and and I actually. Uh, endorsed a condom and that was like mm. half of my pain time. Yeah. Yeah. But my entire thing was that that you know let's have say sex and let's have but today I see that mental health is 
you know we we are so cagey we don't talk about things we don't talk about a lot of things mm-hmm. we say what we are asked to talk asked to say mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a social restriction mm-hmm. but as far as mental health is concerned it is because of the fact that there is a stigma attached to it, mm-hmm. because of the fact that it's kind of taboo you know you don't want to tell like if you have diabetes you tell everyone knows you absolutely yeah you know so in my thinking i mean if i have a diabetes if somebody has diabetes and can talk about it mm. why can't he talk about the fact that he has depression correct you know and and i think that what is really important is that we should all all of us mm. need to drop our judgment on this so that people can come out and encourage people and tell them that we are with them mm. you know just come out and talk about it a lot of time just talking about something yours absolutely absolutely so again based on the work that you've been doing with the you know people who've had challenges of mental wellness uh, yeah. what are some of the symptoms that say parents need to watch out for you know i okay now here is something that i very strongly feel that you know the parents mm. first of all um they need to before they watch out for the children i think the parents need to watch out for themselves <laughs> okay true now the point is this that you know so this is what is believed in the ancient text that everything has energy every thought has energy mm. and each thought percolates it gets taken up by the air around you and percolates in the air around you mm. now if i have as a parent mm. if i have anxiety Mm. about my job or about anything else i without without wanting to it is getting transferred to my husband to my children to my workers everybody because if the air carries it mm. now we as parents need to start to be aware and build you know build our own awareness about mm. how we react to it you know because we we show anger we show our you know whatever traits correct children are getting affected by that mm. the second thing is that a lot of the times parents because they are not aware mm. they take their children's because and they also have like a status to maintain in the society mm. so a lot of the times they ask their children to be quiet about a lot of things yeah yeah you know i mean the girls for instance even in in your issues of rape and all that mm. i mean the girls are told to be quiet correct. don't tell anyone correct you know correct. the point is that the parents are actually so responsible and I, and i don't mean to put anybody down no but you you're just you know you're so right i was speaking to uh, someone who works in the space of uh, um you know child uh, child child abuse and mm-hmm. they were saying that almost 70% of abuse takes place inside the home exactly and so you're absolutely right you know people are told not to speak about it well exactly said. so you know the thing is that therefore i mean we first of all we need to all of us need to start getting aware and that's why you know i when i started i with my work within i developed a module called anupan which is just a simple you know sort of a capsule of little 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 things you know which which i have learned in experience mm. 
for my own healing and wellness mm-hmm. and which I and for mental health because mm-hmm. I had like you know I have PTSD <laughs> you know I had post-traumatic stress disorder mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. apart from the fractures and the paralysis and everything wow. else mm-hmm. but and the, because the, the, the doctors came up on me they were like mm-hmm. you know we don't we don't think that she's even going to live wow forget about healing her fractures and wounds so i started now i was left with nothing else but the mind because mm. i ever had a paralyzed i had a body that didn't move wow. i had nobody was there to help me mm. and luckily i had started meditating 6 years before this mm. no rather 8 years 1991 i learned the vipassana Mm. after when i just become a star and that really helped me cope with the madness because ashiki was huge i know i know you <laughs> know i mean i was suddenly and i was alone and suddenly i was like flooded with people and i so uh, so and i was like you know i suddenly i bought a house i was 22 23 mm. so <laughs> no no i mean i i remember you in ashiki so well <laughs> i remember <laughs> Uh, so, <laughs> watching you, but I'd love to move to uh, uh, the next segment of our conversation, uh, and that's your book. Um, and in my introduction, I wasn't able to pronounce it correctly, but I think uh, I'm going to ask you how do you pronounce un- unusual or unusual or how? But tell me about well, it. You know, the thing is that it, I, actually a journalist called me that mm. uh, in one of my you know in one they made me a style icon and. There was an article on me, and it was called unusual. Mm-hmm. So that, so, so when I saw it, I was like, "What is this?" You know. So you can call it unusual. You can call it unusual. You can. It depends on you how you want to pronounce okay. it. There's no thing on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So tell me about your book and what was your hypothesis. So you know, it was just again with my uh, with my healing when it, my healing began. Hmm. Uh, Actually, my right arm was paralyzed uh, because of a doctor's mistake in an operation. Wow! And uh, after three years after my accident, so uh, so the thing is that I started to actually, and I had no memory of Anu. You know, I had mm. no memory of a past life. So I took that time to heal my arm. I started to read, and Anu was maintaining diaries. So uh, you know, I maintain diaries all. I write every day. I've been doing that since 11 my mother is right so you know I mean I think it's the child that to write a diary every night and uh when this happened when I started to read the diaries and mm. and then you know to type I couldn't type so I had to wear rubber bands on my fingers mm. and to like press keys and then they would like I would press many keys at the same time mm. Mm. because the fingers wouldn't move the hand was paralyzed so so you know that's how i started to learn about anu and that's how i started to learn about wellness and how we can because i was because i believe i will be well mm. because i believe that we can do mm. the undone anything is possible mm. there is nothing impossible and because i believe that because i believe that the whole key to it is compassion and love mm. and positivity and 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 thinking of others in a helping way rather than in a wanting way and a needing way you mm. know uh more like what can i give rather than what can i get correct 
so so you know so i started to and, and then as of that i was like god now i have to convey this to the world mm. you know that look and when i started to start heal that mm. look anything is i'm living example of this mm. you know anything is possible anything Correct. just don't give up don't give up hope don't give up don't give up you know so that's how the book actually began amazing amazing anu on that note of don't give up uh, i think we've run out of time so i'm going to say thank you so much for speaking to me thank you for talking to me about your absolutely incredible journey i mean you know i think uh, going back quickly to your own uh, short career with but such a successful career in bollywood i wonder if you'll ever think of doing a movie about your own life i mean it's it's such an inspiration you know from from your out of body experience to your accident to the way you recovered everything to your meditation 20 years uh, up in the mountains uh, you know i i think it's such a life well lived and such an amazing journey you've had thank you again for talking to me and good luck thank you so much and listen if you want to make a movie with it and if you know anybody wants to make <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I wish I was in yes, Bollywood but uh, <laughs> but lovely talking to you thank you so much for inviting me Ashish thank you namaste namaste thank you for listening to the brand called you videocast and podcast a platform that brings you knowledge experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals you can also follow us on youtube facebook instagram and twitter just search for the brand called you